The Mind Aware, 342. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. go get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> what I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to show up in your life will and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. So I think we have a show today that is going to be the sweet spot for brain trainers, and you're going to love this topic because we're going to be talking about self-mastery. What is self-mastery? You know, it's such a great term, isn't it? Like, I was thinking about it when I was talking to this guest and we were talking about the interview, and I thought, why don't we talk about that more? Why doesn't the culture teach self-mastery? Why don't we make it more of a priority? Well, luckily, because we're here with Brain Trainers, I know you do, and I am here with Johnny Halaland, and we are here to talk about self-mastery. Let's get into it. Hi, Johnny. Hello there from Norway. Yes, hi. I should say good evening, I suppose, instead of good morning here, right? That's true. It's 6 p.m. here in Norway. Uh, well, I really enjoy your blog, Johnny, and I know you're a mentor and you're a motivator and you're a blogger and you're out talking about things that are kind of off the beaten path and primary and central to your work is this idea of self-mastery. And so let's get a definition of that to start out with. What do you consider self-mastery? Well, I, I think you can get different answers, but as long as you ask me, self-mastery for me is at least to detach from the system like common norms of the society, first of all, so you can construct yourself from the core, from your inner core, and become more of who you are, to truly live the life you know that you're supposed to live. And um, we're too much stuck in the system right now, so it's limiting. I love that, the way you put that. I want to rephrase and reemphasize that phrase. You're detaching yourself from the cultural norms because the reality is we're all raised in our respective cultures and we're affected by our cultures and we think things Mm. are the truth, but really they're not really the truth, are they? What they are is they're the ideas that we've picked up from our culture. And so let's talk about that a little bit. I know you have a seven-step process for... Would you call it for deprogramming yourself or for self-mastery or for living the life you want, or is it all of the above? I think it's actually all of the above, because the reason why I wrote this, I, I guess I can mention that, first of all. I wrote it also with my experience from my 17 years of martial arts and been having 15 years actually training other people. And I noticed, you know, I've been having a whole bunch of young people coming into our system to start to train. And when you meet young people, you can see what kind of family and, and, and their parents they come from. You can see the system they come from because they have a certain programming. Or they are afraid um, or they are, you know, very open and, you know, they are all kinds of sorts, right? So 
And that comes from past experiences. And everything we do, you know, our every, every decision every, every day comes from what we believe in based on our past experiences. And, um, you know, that comes from our parents again and their programming, right, and their system. You know, and everything always develops. Uh, it comes also from the, you know, the politics we follow. And I usually say that um, politics, what can we say? Politics reflect the current spiritual insights of the planet. So you see how it goes, <laughs> right? <laughs> so the lack of spiritual insights. <laughs> it is, because the planet wouldn't be like a box of crazy rabbits, you know, if the... If humans had a little bit more spiritual insight, they wouldn't treat each other and do the choices they do. It's that simple. Oh it's the lack of spiritual insight. First of all, I have to tell you that phrase, lack of crazy rabbits, is my new phrase. So I'm going to take that from you, Johnny. <laughs> I'll give you credit the first three times. <laughs> I'm trying to explain visually so people can remember this. So, yeah, so self-mastery is about deprogramming, first of all, because you need to do that. When you start to understand that everything starts with a thought which is my step number one, by the way, you start to understand that you can change that. And whatever you believe in doesn't have to be true. So I usually say if it doesn't feel right, there's something to it, and you can probably start to figure things out yourself. Why don't just do that? You don't have to believe in your parents, your closest friends, or any kind of government or system, like school, for example. So school is, you know, a good institution for reprogramming of all beliefs and systems and even history books that many of them is not even true anymore. So, so I, you know, self-mastery to me is about reprogramming and reprogramming yourself because the knowledge is there. I think you nailed it right there. And I, I noticed, I love that you said step number one, it's like the choice of thoughts and that you can identify helpful or not helpful thoughts based on how you feel like it's a good place to start and so do you have anything you want to add to that before talking a little bit more about step number two yeah and choice of thoughts i mean i think joe dr joe dispenza is really good at talking about this if people haven't heard about him you have heard about him of course if people haven't heard about joe dispenza he would be a guy to go to and listen to so you can that's a form of reprogramming yourself you're trying to establish new beliefs I think people also need to know that um, belief system is kind of, it can become hardwired in our brain, but it doesn't mean that it can't be changed. So you know, even scientists like Joe Dispenza, for example, know now that meditation, for example, changes physically the brain, the neurons in the brain, the clusters change, and um, some people believe in something so strong, you know, that it totally dominates their life. And that can be limiting. Or maybe if you would ask, uh, for example, let's ask a celebrity, Will Smith. He um, has a totally different mindset of what's possible because that's that's what he knows. What he, whatever he puts his mind to, that will happen. I mentioned on the, the last podcast that was on, we talked about this, creating our own reality. And I usually mention an example a lot of people have seen. You know how Jim Carrey got his first million? Yeah, I do, but you can tell the story. It's good, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people may have seen that, but the the one that I remember, first of all, is when he was visiting Oprah Winfrey show many years ago. So he wrote a check to himself, basically, before it was known. So he wrote a check to himself for um, acting service rendered for a certain amount, put it on a check and put put this check in his wallet. And a few years later... Um, one of his biggest first roles came out, the Dumb and Dumber movie. 
and the salary for that movie was actually um, exactly that amount that he wrote himself yeah. in the past. Yeah, it's so, so amazing, isn't it? I he put his mind into it. Yeah. Yeah, you're totally right. And so step one, you're talking about choosing your thoughts, and step two, changing your belief systems. And you made a mention that you're saying that belief systems can be insidious, so we may have negative belief systems. But do you think the first step to changing those belief systems is awareness and knowing that you've got them and making those changes to your thought process? Yeah, of course, yeah. That's why I wrote number one, the number one, that choice of thoughts, because as long as you understand and know that you can choose your own thoughts. Sometimes I know that it can seem that uh, thoughts are running wild and, and uh, you know, they are choosing themselves. But that's because of that programming I'm talking about. You know, our, we get high, hardwired in our mind. But we can't deprogram that. So we, you need to understand that we can choose our thoughts. And then we can move on to number two. Everybody has a choice unless you believe that you don't have a choice. And that's, you know, you're allowed to believe that too, but it doesn't feel so good. So that's one of the hints. So that's why I move on to belief systems um, after you, you know, begin to understand and confuse your thoughts. Because belief systems is something you have been thinking for a long time and you believe it's correct and right. Well, do you know, it's funny you should mention that. And it's also maybe coincidence, not coincidence, that you mentioned that Jim Carrey, Oprah Winfrey interview. Because what surprised me with that interview was not the story about Jim Carrey, because I, I actually just watched this interview very recently. But as soon as he talked about writing that check for $10 million and he got it, it was on a show that was kind of dedicated to the law of attraction. And then mm. Oprah's response was, yeah, law of attraction works if you work hard. And I thought to myself when I watched that, like, it goes back to what you were saying about step two, how some of these beliefs are kind of so insidious that we don't even notice them as beliefs. But mm. the, the culture so easily tells us that hard work is how you get success and that even if you're visualizing, you have to have hard work. And I, I thought, boy, that's just a real obvious case in point of how that works together. So I want to talk a little bit about this third step that you have about personality and lifestyle. Tell me about that. What do you mean about choosing your personality or lifestyle? Yeah, it's um, it's a reason I moved it on to step number three, because when you understand that you can choose, you have control of your thoughts, you can, at least you can learn control, to control them, then we can start to, to decide differently. And then you can decide, I want to be the one I'm supposed to be. You won't believe, you have probably seen it, we all have seen it, you know, we have met so many people, friends and family and co-workers that are actors. They are not really themselves. They even change after five minutes, depending on who they are with. So you never know who you're, <laughs> who you're with, really. <laughs> you know, until they, you know, join or merge with the right person or decide that I don't give a shit. I want to be the one I'm supposed to be. And, you're, you know, from that moment, things start to change. That's why I bring on, you know, um, this thing about personality, because everybody should be who they are supposed to be. But too many people are afraid or ashamed or, you know, plain scared. And for some people, that's natural. It's part of our growth. It depends on our background again and programming. So, but to know, to understand that you have a choice of personality and you can be who you want to be, um, then it starts to, do, you know, resolve and you have a kind of a relief moment. It take, for some, it takes really, you know, a great deal of courage. But we have to know 
So let me just reiterate this because I want to wrap my head around it. What you're saying is that you have a choice on who you want to be. You have a choice on your personality. You may have a habit of saying things about your personality, like I'm extroverted or I'm a procrastinator or all sorts of different things. But the reality is that's just personality you're choosing and that Mm. you can choose to be anything you want to. Is that Mm. right? Am I got that right? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, you can choose you can choose who you want to be. Um, but it takes the first two steps to understand that. And I would recommend that when you start to decide or think that, you know, the thoughts, who, who am I really, uh, who do I want to be? Um, you first need to have the freedom to choose it. So then we get into, um, we move on through, to, through the uh, seven steps of self-mastery. We dive into discovering who are you really? Because you need to do that too. That's also an important step. Right? Because most of us, you know, most of us change depending on what kind of environment we are in because it takes courage to really be the one we're supposed to be. And not everybody even knows who am I. And of course, for a young, for a young individual, it's not really um, so easy to know because sometimes we simply need to live a life. We need to have experience coming to us so we can discover things. That's the whole reason for being here on the planet anyway. So right, right adventure. Yeah, <laughs> it is an adventure. Right? Experience and re-remembering and all that. I I totally agree. Mm-hmm. And so when you're saying find out who you are, how do you recommend to do that? What would be that? Because that's the fourth step: is who are you? How do you find out who you are? Because I, I think in order to kind of backtrack a little bit on step three, I think you hit some things on the head in that people are afraid to be authentic. Or they're afraid to be themselves because we're so other focused. We're so focused on what's the reaction, what's the external reaction I'm going to get to me being me. And so in step four, when you're talking about who am I, like, isn't that the eternal question? I mean, that's the question, isn't it? Who am I? What am I doing here? So how do you figure that out? How do you figure out who you are? There's two ways to do that. I mean, I'm thinking of two ways. One way is to, you know, start to, you can decide by choosing a thought, I want to decide more of who I am um, by yourself. The second thing is that I usually recommend getting, getting a mentor that you have a good energy ma- match with because he is able to see you outside of your own head. But when I help people in my mentorship and coaching to discover more who they are, I'm saying, first of all, that um, you know I'm, I talk to them and I say that who... What kind of friends and family do you have? What kind of, what's your background like? We need to detach from that, first of all. You know, don't get into that I don't give a shit mentality because it gives you freedom to start to discover. Um, but it's, it's hard. Yeah, it is. First of all, um, we look at the background, where you come from. We get shaped by our past, like I said. But I say that we have more than, our, we are more than our bodies and our brains. Right, we're, there's something spiritually in our core that's not really coming out. So we not we try we're trying to dig into that too. But by just being who we are in our in our daily lives, we start to look at our daily habits. What kind of people are you attracted to? What kind of places are you attracted to? What kind of clothes do you wear? What kind of entertainment do you get attracted to? What kind of food food do you eat? Colors, music. Everything is kind of a matrix indicating or giving hints of who you are, your interest, because you, you choose these things unless you are force fed or force dressed or what, forced to hang out with someone, right? We choose this. 
so in my coaching, um, I, um, I use something I call 22 questions to find your passion. And uh, people don't find that too exciting, the title, until we start to use it. It's so mind-bending question for most people. And for my, for my part, it creates a complete mind map of more of who they are. So, of course, getting into soul level, that's hard. But there are methods to give us clues and hints and indication of, of seeing more of who you truly are. Because we leave clues every day. I love that. I love it. And actually, I think you should give that link. Do you have a link to that um, quiz, the 22 questions? Yeah, I do. Okay. I'm gonna, while we're taking a break, I'm going to let you pull that up, and we'll give it back when we come back from break. So you can pull it up while we're on break. But in the meantime... For those of you that don't know, we live stream on Facebook every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. We're having a really interesting conversation here today with Johnny Haviland. And I want to give you his blog, first of all, because he's got such interesting stuff over on his blog. When I started reading the blog and looking at everything there, it really is good food for thought. So make sure to go check him out over at motioneffect.com. But there's a hyphen between the words motion and effect. So motion effect, E-F-F-E-C-T dot com with a dash in between dot com. Check out the blog and guess what? You might also like the Mindset Summit that he did. So if you go to mindsetsummit.org, you can still get in on that. It's a whole summit about our favorite subject, mindset, right? Are you in the right place? Are we talking to the right guy? We're talking about self mastery. We're going to check in with our Facebook peeps. And when we come back, I'll make sure that we have a link for those 22 questions too. And talking about planning your future. Sit tight. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time and your business is on fire. What are you doing? I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com, and that's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person. It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it. Where do I go again? Trainyourbrainu.com. That's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Check it out today. Hi, this is Dana with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome back. You know, we're having a great conversation here with blogger, mentor, and motivator, Johnny Halalan. And he's just got an awesome blog. If you haven't checked it out yet, go check it out over at motioneffect.com. Make sure to put a hyphen in between those two words, motion hyphen effect, motion-effect.com. If you haven't done it yet, too, if you opt in over at mindsetsummit.org, mindsetsummit.org, that's where you can find the test. So we talked before the break about the 22 questions to finding your passion. That's where you can find the test. So make sure to opt in over there, and you will get the opportunity to um, take that test and also hear that Mindset Summit. We have been talking up until now about self-development work, self-mastery, which I think is a wonderful word, 
deprogramming what you've already been programmed by the culture, right? So, so realizing that you have a choice in the way you think, realizing that you have a way to reprogram your belief systems, realizing that you can choose your personality or your lifestyle, discovering who you are. Part of self-mastery is being able to unpeel those layers of the onion and figure out who you are. Now, the next three steps with Johnny, they have more to do with being more projected into the future. I know playing with the future, with, with like visualization, how successful people plan things, and deciding to plan. And so, Johnny, let's move into that. Let's talk a little bit about that. It's one thing you're saying to uncover yourself and discover yourself, but now that you've done that and you can become authentically you, you're saying go out in the world, go out in the world and play. And so can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. Well, first of all, it's um, it's important to make sure that you don't cheat in this process because if you trick yourself and think that I'm ready and just, uh, I mean, of course, you can just start to, to plan some things and, and create your future. But I would say that the most important thing is to make sure that you're hitting some soul level, some core um, depth in this because you need to connect with, um, what could I say, the true vibration maybe of who you are so that you make sure that the things you actually do start to plan resonate with you. If not, you're going to feel you know, less happy and miserable over time because this is what creates happiness. The reason why I want to write this short ebook uh, in this way is to make sure that people are more connected to become happy. Because when you are more connected on soul level and, and hit that kind of a nerve, um, things start to flow. You know, it's like magic happens. Because you, you know, it's like the matrix. Everything is related to everything in many different ways. Yeah, so make sure you don't cheat and spend some time. This may take, take weeks actually. Use this step, talk to people, and download that 22 questions. It's pretty mind-bending. You may, I know some people may not even be able to answer the questions. And it can be hard to actually be alone about it, but I'm, I'm giving it out for free to have you know, people get started with their mind. Because you're pro- most likely you have never been asked these kind of questions anywhere else before, and at least not in school. Um, I'm actually working with a lady now in my nearby city here, and she has a big problem answering questions. So I really need to trick her sometime, trick her mind to be able to discover them. And now we begin to see the picture. The thing with her, as for mentioning an example really quickly, she is not full of self-confidence. She has been having some issues with rash on her hands and on her arms. And she's a chef. And now she's been working on a coffee shop for a year. Um, with a boss that's not really a great boss. So every time she starts to go back to work, uh, these rashes start to come back in her hands. So I've been telling her that your issue is not something your doctor is going to be able to fix for you. You have an energy disease going on because of stress connected to something in your past. We need to change that. And she wants me to help her discover who she is, actually, and what qualities she has. And now she's been leading into something she never thought about before. So it's so important to do that because she is not going to get healthy. And for people listening in today too, if you have some things, some energy blocks, or even maybe some bodily issues, diseases or whatever, that comes from not being in flow. 
Yeah, still connected yeah. to some past even, right? Yeah. Yeah, I totally believe you on that. Absolutely. Starts in the mind. Yeah. So when you so when you are sure that you have, you know, hit a nerve and you discover that by connecting to your guiding system, your emotional guiding system, you feel it in your body body and and belly when you get energy, you get, you know, energized. That's when you you know know that you are hitting something and then you can start to plan. And the reason why I put those last steps in the ebook is that to simplify the planning process for people, you know, learning how to plan backwards, for example, and, you know, how to do the right steps and then start to set things in motion. And don't plan more than three things at one time, maximum, unless you want to spread your energy all over the place and not have anything happen, though. Some people do do that, too. <laughs> No, that's that's good advice. I believe in focus too. I know that for myself, three and three is actually a really good brain number. You know, brain scientists say they hmm. say three is about the max we can wow. handle at once. So I think that's really really good advice. Do you have yeah. any other advice that you want to give people before we leave, regard to visualizing themselves into their new you or stepping into that new you? One thing that I usually mention to make sure that our body and minds work as they're supposed to do, because I see, especially here in Norway, things are getting better. But unless you um, feed your, you know, mind with the right energy, uh, you won't be able to think clearly. It's like uh, walking around in a foggy landscape. So you have to make sure that you don't eat shitty food and uh, don't, uh, you know, consume um, uh, bad water, because you need to have the basics in place. The, I guess most people here know about this, but I see that around. It's hard to help people when they, you know, when they toxify themselves daily as a routine, which is the choice they make. That's actually really interesting. You know, this has been coming up a lot lately on the show and just like out in the world, it seems like, because we have such a tendency to want to talk about how the mind affects the body, but we don't have enough people talking about how the body affects the mind. And right. uh, you, you can't <coughs> think more yes. clearly. Yeah, it is. It's real. It's Begins real. in the stomach. Great points. Yeah. Yeah, like the trifecta, right? The head, heart, and the gut. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Everything starts with a thought. Step number one. Yeah. Decide what to eat. You can choose that. There you go. I love it. Hello, Johnny, you're, you're just, you're right spot on with this group, and I... Just enjoy. You're one of these people that I'm sure we could sit here and we could just talk to for hours and hours and hours. And so I appreciate you spending a little time with us. I want to make sure that if you want to get more, because I know you didn't get enough, you got to head over to motioneffect.com. That's the blog. So motion hyphen, motion dash, right? You got a dash between motioneffect.com or mindsetsummit.org. Mindsetsummit, do the .org at the end, and then you can take that test. This has been really, really interesting, and it's fun to look at these steps. I like that Johnny has got them in a very specific order and a very specific way to do things because as brain trainers here on the Mind Aware Show, we know, like, obviously, you're going to redirect your thoughts. You're going to be able to tell which thoughts based on how you're feeling. We want to rewrite those belief systems and all of that good stuff. But isn't it nice 
to really think about this as though you even get to choose your personality, your lifestyle. You get to discover who you are. I mean, it's so fun. I always like to tease that everybody's favorite subject is themselves. But really, it is fun to be on that path of self-discovery. And as so many of us here in this world on the Mind Aware Show, in that path of self-development, I mean, what are we here for? Who are you? Well, let's at least start with the premise that this is a great adventure and that we can start to unpeel the those layers today because when you are authentically you when you're feeling better when you're following these steps it's so much easier to start visualizing that new future taking those steps living a successful life and putting the best you out into the world and guess what you can start right now because it does begin with the thought and we'll see you next time on the mind aware There's nothing quite like a Dana rant. Say it over and over and over again because it makes me so happy to have something that rhymes. Stop cancel clear, all my love is here. Stop cancel clear, all my power is here. Like, oh my god, I was always told never to be selfish. I know. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I just love it. It's just the little things, right? See you next time on The Mind Aware Show.